Today's episode of Bachelor Party is brought to you by State Farm. State Farm agents know that in life, anything can happen. You might buy your dream car on impulse or come home to a broken-in apartment. Maybe say yes to a proposal from your significant other and start a family. Or find yourself in a fender bender when you least expect it. Whatever happens when it comes to home and auto insurance, State Farm agents are there to help. And with over 19,000 agents in neighborhoods across the U.S., there could be one just around the corner. So contact an agent today, because no matter what neighborhood you're from or whatever stage of life you're in, check out statefarm.com today to find an agent in your neighborhood. State Farm, talk to an agent today. Valentine's Day just passed. Perhaps you got engaged. The feeling of love overcame you and your fiancé. Now it's time to register. And you know what? That can be overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be when you register at Crate and Barrel. Crate and Barrel's expertly curated assortment means you don't have to search or sort through tons of items because they've selected the best of the best to make choosing the perfect items for your home easy. Their modern styled collection features modern design with a classic twist, so you don't have to worry about items going out of style next year. Crate and Barrel items are made to be statement pieces in your home today and for years to come. Crate and Barrel also makes it fun with a private party just for engaged couples. Each month, they close the store for an event to host you and your fiancé, give you undivided attention, and bring in the best vendors to answer all of your specific product questions. I mean, if this were me, I'd be going straight to the mugs, seeing what all the different options are. How can I have a maximum amount of coffee? How can I look very art chic and cool? But you know what? Maybe also get some bowls, get some other decorative pieces. Establish your identity for your home for you and your fiancé. If you are interested in this, you can create your Crate and Barrel registry online at CrateandBarrel.com or a store near you. It's amazing to see Maddie in her element and see her get all competitive. She's just left, right, left, right, crossover to the basket, and I love that. Score, score, Peter, score! Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. Today, we got Rob Mills on the pod. But first, talking to my compatriot in Bachelor coverage, Mr. Roger Sherman. Hi, Roger. Hey, how's it going? It's it's, it's getting real. Had to have you on today, as I, I assume that you're the top War Eagle expert at the ringer. Yes, the college football and college basketball lines these past few seasons for a show that already dealt heavily in, in that culture has just gone off the charts. Seriously, so... Rob and I talk about the whole episode. We're going to cherry pick a little bit more. So it's just going to be a lot of hometowns talk today. I hope everyone's ready for it. I want to start by talking about Madison and Peter's date at Auburn University. So Roger, can you give some context to who Bruce Pearl is and his legacy within the college basketball universe, particularly of the last few years? I actually think it's it's incredible. Bruce Pearl has coached at Iowa and Tennessee and Auburn. So he's covered all he's of the covered states. all of the hometown <laughs> dates. We got to get him to Virginia. And of course, he's hated in, in two of those states because he has a passion for violating NCA rules. Yes. And he's just a sweaty mensch. Uh, I'm, I'm Jewish. <laughs> I write about basketball. And... You Bruce know, Pearl, the point is he's also Jewish. He, Bruce Pearl is like intensely Jewish. He's like from Queens. Bruce Pearl is off the charts Jewish. He coached the uh, the American team at the Maccabea Games. Incredible. Which is the most Jewish totally. basketball thing you could do. Uh, yeah, he breaks a lot of rules. Some of Madison's dad's uh, co-workers have been arrested. 
because <laughs> there, there was yes, a, a bribery scandal at Auburn. And Bruce Pearl, just who to is be, this, Just to be clear, this is, Rob, I mentioned this as well. The rules that they have broken are sort of like, are, in my opinion, dumb NCA oh, rules. Oh, yeah, that's, the, that's the thing. It's not like they've like, there's no like homicide. There's yeah. no drug trafficking. Yeah. It's just like the NCAA has like these incredibly restrictive rules for their own reasons. That's, that's a whole other podcast. For just, like, just to be yeah, clear, it's like we can have fun with this because it's about like cash being transferred between being parties. Being transferred to people to, who need who, cash and, and probably deserve, deserve cash. It, yeah. yeah, so it's, it's like... Not, it's not like... It's it's on the same level as the DraftKings scandal of like not actually like offensive <laughs> crimes in my opinion. And he's so happy about it. He's just Bruce like very excited. He's like he walks away unscathed. He, he was scathed for a while. For three years, he was not allowed to coach anywhere. I didn't know that. In between Tennessee and Auburn, he had a oh, show wow. cause. And then Auburn hired him and he made the final four last year. And you know what I loved? He walks in and was like, Madison, you made your second final four in a year. <laughs> Madison didn't make no. the final four. Bruce Pearl made the final four. Yeah. And he's just hyping up his own accomplishments and sort of dragging Madison along for the ride. I, I was I was very proud and happy to see my big Jewish basketball dad. <laughs> <laughs> show up, brag about his own stuff, uh, like point out that Peter is bad at dribbling. So funny. So I just want to note, Bruce Pearl's not actually from Queens nor Brooklyn. He's from Sharon, Massachusetts. That's like being from Queens, basically. It's like this. It's all the same. When, when you name Jewish people in the Northeast, when you name a town Sharon, you yeah, know it's going to exactly, be Jewish. <laughs> exactly. So true. Um, I thought that. Madison was the most likable she's ever been on the show oh my when God. dribbling the basketballs. She just like looked dope, very good at sports, very impressive. I, I I really, I liked her a lot in that moment and Peter looked super lame and definitely did not know at all who Bruce Pearl is. Bruce Pearl or is. Or Charles Barkley. He or, didn't know Charles I don't Barkley. Think he, I don't think he knew Chuck, Chuck either. He's not watching Inside the NBA. So like, he probably, and I, whatever, Rob with, and I talk about it, what with, a bad sports fan he is. It's, with Madison, there, how many times this season we don't like the women on this season no I don't like them how many times this season has someone actually felt like they were in their element like they were doing a thing they enjoyed maybe Victoria dancing to country music yes but even then there's like a side you have to have your arms up really high because Peter always raises his arms high when dancing so she probably was uncomfortable in that moment and even then there's sort of like a side twist of like has Victoria made out with this country musician in the what, past yeah like when is Victoria gonna turn and start crying and pick a fight yeah. like there's always like some concern when Victoria's around when Madison was playing basketball I really got the sense that that was a thing that made her happy and she was sharing it with a person she I, liked and that's I the totally first agree. time all season long that I felt that about anyone doing anything I agree upon my second watch of this episode I realized in this episode, Madison is definitively getting the Cassie edit. And here's why. Reluctant dad, with very good reason, obviously. Uh-huh. Mr. Pruitt has the voice of a 75-year-old and a face of a 25-year-old. It's and incredible. Some wild hair going on there. Extremely Auburn hair. His aesthetics are just, I've never encountered anything like it. He is, if whatever the opposite of Sharon, Massachusetts is, that is where his, her dad is from. Yeah, they, they, they're on opposite ends of the Judeo-Christian yes. spectrum. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. If you haven't seen someone like that, you need to spend more time at like Southern prep schools. I feel like they just plucked him out of a junior like grade, like he's in 11th grade at like a Southern prep school. Yeah, I, I it, it's so unfamiliar to me for, you know, Jewish girl <laughs> from New York who's lived in New York, Chicago, and LA. Is that hair, like that I, hair I just don't get it. But the it, swoop. Lovely people. Nonetheless, 
very reluctant dad, which I appreciate because why would they be incredibly supportive of their daughter marrying someone who's currently dating three other women? And who, if if you care about your faith and the premarital sex thing. And you don't want the windmill guy as your son-in-law. Mr. Windmill. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Windmill has come around for your daughter. That's not sitting well. And I, I did like that they kind of went like 10 episodes there without mentioning virginity, which is a record in The Bachelor. I'm glad they did it. It would have been very monotonous coming out, out of the Colton situation. And also I think and the it's Luke like, situation. And the Luke situation. I think it's also respectful of Madison. It allows her to talk about it on in like her own terms it's, and allow her to like lead the storyline instead of it being like marketing commercials or whatever. It's the way it should be talked yeah. about. It's specific to this one part of a person's relationship. It's not the entire totally. essence of their being like it was with Colton last year. Yeah, totally. And Madison, see, I have to say I like Madison. I don't know that much about her. We don't know that much about any of these women. And Madison basically disappeared for like three or four episodes. But after this week, I like her. And the other, the reason I really think she's getting the Cassie edit is because she's also not sure. She's like, I need to see how I feel. I need to figure out. And then when she's around him, she likes him, which I think is like a normal relationship vibe where we're like, when you're together, you're like, oh, this is great. I'm into you. And then when you're not together, you're like, I have so many questions or whatever. And especially makes sense for this show. That was the most Cassie-like thing to me where she was um, really kind of in her own head and like when given the choice of being around her family and Peter at the same time, definitely kind of more on the family side of questioning things versus the Peter I'm all inside. And that was just very reminiscent to me. Yeah, very similar storylines. Very. It, and your answer is that we don't know anything about any of these people. And I wonder why that's the case. Is it because there was just so much like infighting and that so. was the whole focus of the first like seven episodes? Yes, I think so. Because we spent so much time on McKenna, and McKenna and, yeah, and Victoria P and Tammy. Like there was so much cattiness that the women he actually liked didn't get as much time. The one we know the best is Kelsey by far. But Kelsey and Victoria. <laughs> and Kelsey's gone and Victoria is just the worst. <laughs> yeah, she totally is the worst. <laughs> the, I also like Hannah Ann. I, I just, I was blinded by her sister's giant star necklace but other than that her family seemed pretty great I mean yeah, there were I, no problems there were no problems really with any of the families it was really just Victoria H- Hannah Ann had the shortest I think date like that they were like in and out there was just no drama there not much to go over again like kind of skeptical parents but like I don't know it, it just sort of it came and went she's been a front runner all season long and yeah we don't know a goddamn thing about her no, don't know how she got into modeling. I know it's because she likes it. She likes to travel, but like, I was fascinated by her father being a forester. I'd love to know more about that. What exactly is a for? I think they tried to make it seem like he's a lumberjack. Yeah, they tried. They to make definitely tried to. But I think he might just be like a guy who like plans out where certain trees go and stuff like that. Like he was very unimpressed by the ax throwing. Yeah. He was like, that's nothing to do with my job. That has nothing to do with your job. That's a thing that hipsters drinking beer do. I don't even have I, axes. I would like to do that, by the way. That seems fun. I, I believe the opportunity is available yes, here for you. It is. That's the thing. And we're no, nowhere near any forest. No, so you sir. can tell it's disconnected from Los forestry. Los Angeles is basically like the definition of deforestation. Um, per careerexplorer.com, a forester is a professional who is involved in the science of managing forests. Foresters are involved in a large range of activities covering ecological restoration, timber harvesting, and day-to-day management of protected areas. They look after regular activities in the forest, including conservation, outdoor recreation, extraction of raw materials, <laughs> aesthetics, and hunting. Does it have professional clothier on there? No. It doesn't <laughs> have, you know, I will say, you know something? That's real. I've defended, I've defended Kelsey in the past. Her job is real. I'm on Team Kelsey. She's a professional clothier? Yes. She's, a, she's like a high-end stylist, and that's like her official job 
title of her company. She's a high-end stylist and yes, she wore the men. she wore the turquoise thing. I liked her dress at the end. You liked it? I thought it was more of an emerald green. It was velvet. I, I liked it a lot. I think that's a classic color that looked good with her blonde hair. There was also, so the two people this season with fashion titles were her and McKenna. And McKenna just always wore the silliest items of clothing. Her fashion blog must be terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Poor McKenna. Let's just talk about Kelsey for a Sorry, second. For a second. Yeah, let's talk about people still on the show. Kelsey and Peter did the stomp, the grape stomping date. And... I noticed that Peter's pants were not really rolled up enough and it was it was really upsetting to me. Oh, they he were had like, like still, wine stains down there. They were still like ankle length. Like they like were grazing his ankle and that's not high enough. They should have been like Capri length, like European man length. You've you know? stomped before, haven't you? I know, but I just, I can tell. I would love to stomp, but I could just tell. <laughs> Get you an axe in a pit of grapes so, and you will be in heaven. I know, these are all activities I actually would be interested in for once. Um, yeah, playing basketball at like a at Division Auburn, One stadium. Yeah. yeah. A message from Charles Barkley. Stomping, stomping grapes, grapes, drinking wine, and what was the a bar. I, I thrive at like a, a, a hipster bar, so it would have been great. Yeah, and, everything worked. And then the Hunter Hayes concert. That's the least the least appealing. And the old timey photos. I, that was so. That I hate was dress lame. up. Old timey photos are are out. I hate Halloween. I hate all like dress up events. Oh, this, you hate Halloween? Yes, it's a, it's a hard pass for me. Okay, I'll I'll accept it and we'll move on. We're not going to ruin the... But uh, Kelsey's date also was like pretty boring, except for the fact that I just was like obsessed with Peter's pants getting ruined. But whatever. I don't, I don't think they... Ha- like when I think Iowa, when I think of the vegetation of Iowa, I don't think wine. No. I don't think Crab Rangoon. I do think Crab Rangoon. <laughs> you think Crab okay. Rangoon? We both went to college in the Midwest. A staple of of like many different like pan-Asian restaurants in the greater Chicago area it's is Crab, crab Rangoon, Rangoon, which is basically like fake crab and cream cheese in a puff pastry. And it's delicious. Okay, so that's the Des Moines. That's it's Des Moines super Chinese. Midwest. Did, did you ever go to Koi in Evanston? They had, <laughs> I, they had a great Crab Rangoon. Okay, so, so we've decided that wine were not clear. Crab Rangoon definitely fits the definitely. Des Moines aesthetic. Absolutely. And Peter... It's the most a, Midwest thing I can possibly think of. And Peter was baffled by Crab Rangoon. I honestly... He was like, oh, I heard about this. On our first date, we talked about Crab Rangoon. I was like, sounds like my kind of first date. Love it. And second of all, super weird. Peter is like an alien visiting the Midwest. Yeah, I, I'm from New York. I, I'm not... I've, I've, I've never ordered Crab Rangoon. It's a Midwestern thing. They don't offer it in New York. They don't offer it in California. It's Midwestern. It's you're trying to convince people from Iowa that this is Chinese food and we're giving you a little bit of crab and some cream cheese. Yes, basically. It's okay. like the that Philadelphia roll of, of like pan-Asian appetizers. <laughs> I don't, I, I'm pretty sure it's not an authentic dish to any part of Asia. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I, I, I can't tell you, I can't tell you I don't with think, extreme I don't, certainty, but I don't think, I don't think you're getting cream canceled. cheese is that big there. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I just, you don't hear about it. As cream far cheese as and, I Crab know. Rangoon place of origin, United States. Yeah. Crab Rangoon. Yeah. Thank you, Craig. <laughs> it doesn't say Des Moines, but I am positive it's the Midwest. It's, it's from the, the, the Des Moines, Iowa Craig, City have you corridor. ever had Crab Rangoon? You're from California. I actually think I have. Where? In California? No, they saw like a P.F. Chang's and stuff. Yes, like they have exactly. Those. Like like Americanized, super Americanized Asian food have a, have introduced Crab Rangoon. Crab <laughs> Rangoon was on the menu at the Polynesian Star Restaurant Trader Vic's in San Francisco since at least 1956. Wow, it's a, wow. We- it's a so West it's Coast. Bay Area. <laughs> it's a West Coast thing that then... Got away from Peter. It's just taken taken by the Midwest. Taken by the Kelseys of the world. I support it, though. It is delicious. But, like, let's just be clear. 
It's not an authentic Asian okay. dish. <laughs> and uh, Kelsey's family all looked like Kelsey. Yes, her sisters is- were very blonde as well. Basically, like, nice people. And then, like, her stepfather. I would have liked a little backstory on the relationship since we know about her absentee father. But, okay, only only so much time devoted to Kelsey and Hannah Ann when there's not a lot going on there. Yeah, nothing nothing there. The Kel- Kelsey, nothing went wrong. And then she had to fly to California and get dumped. Just to get dumped. <laughs> that really sucks. They should choose, like, you know, when you're a kid, when you learn about, like, where the capital is and why it's in Washington, D.C., I, we had like a lesson of like, where should they move the capital to to be more central? They should move the bra- uh, at, at the rose ceremony after hometowns. To a central location. Obviously to Kansas City. All That's of the, the answer. All of these were East Coast. Like they yes. probably could have done it like in, East Coast in and St. Iowa. Louis. Yeah. All, well, That's every, what I'm saying. Kansas City. Yeah. It's, it's the center. In the Missouri region is where they could have had a central <laughs> meetup of these With, four women. And Crab Rangoon. Instead... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Rangoon's out the wazoo. I, I looked up while I was writing my recap today. Are there any uh, direct flights from Des Moines, Iowa to L.A.? No. They're not. You got to go so, through probably Minneapolis or Chicago, right? So she had to go to the airport in Des Moines, get on a flight. A regional flight. A regional flight, get on another flight to L.A., Put on her turquoise jumpsuit. It was emerald. It wasn't turquoise. Are you colorblind? <laughs> Put on her aquamarine jumpsuit. <laughs> it was emerald. And it wasn't a jumpsuit. It was a dress. It was a okay. dress. Correct. And then Victoria had the same exact. Do you think that Victoria's was a different shade? So I think the lush velour or velvet. I can't, I can't say from afar. Was of the, Kelsey's. Was the distinctive factor. Made it look more expensive than Victoria's ill-fitting Sort of like fake satin, more, it was closer to a Kelly green, more of like a a Celtics green, you know? And what you're saying is that Victoria went to an amateur clothier. Yes, she should have consulted Kelsey. (laughs) That is exactly what I'm saying. You are correct. (laughs) You are completely correct. Um, And on the topic of Victoria, there's a lot to unpack there. Rob and I do get into it. I want to hear what you think, Roger. But first, one thing that happened over the weekend is, Several weeks since the show has aired and many weeks after it's come out that Victoria was part of this White Lives Matter photo shoot for uh, Saving White Marlins, she apologized and she posted a screenshot from her notes app, a.k.a. the Kevin Durant, and she said thusly, I would like to sincerely apologize for my involvement with We Love Marlins. My intention was only to support an endangered species. I want to say that I unequivocally reject the beliefs of the White Lives Matter movement. It's not a movement that I know of. Or any propaganda that supports racism of any kind. I would like to specifically apologize to people of color that are affected by racism daily. It was never my intention to add fuel to the racial fire in this country. This has truly been an educational moment for me, and I hope to be a voice against racism moving forward. I hope I can be shown grace as I navigate through this process. I'll just say this came after um, Victoria addressed it a few weeks ago when she said, hello, Bachelor Clues followers. It would be nice for you to gather all the facts before jumping to bash someone. The company We Love Marlins is in support of catching white, blue, and black marlins and releasing them back into the wild. In regards to a sensitive topic, I come from a very large fishing town where marlins are tur- where marlin tournaments are held every year. Glad to clear this up. Um, and then someone pointed out that it was really offensive, and she added, this is all on her Instagram, I definitely see how this could be offensive. I apologize immensely. It was never my intention to lessen this matter. So... Can, can I just talk to you about the school of apologizing? Yes. If you're photographed taking White Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter shirts and your apology starts with, I apologize for my affiliation with We Love Marlins. 
you're dodging the it's like really you're yes. dodging the you're trying to oh I'm sorry I love Marlon so much her initial reaction was to double down on like this is for Marlon and then weeks later after she's getting more and more negative attention she releases this more thorough apology and it's just really insincere and it just seems like damage control for her future so that she can remain famous essentially I'm sure Rob uh, who actually produces the show has more insight on this than me but we're in this strange this show the past few seasons has been in this strange you know little canyon where they film the show six months ahead of time and you learn everything and they're kind of doing you know triage as the show goes along on how to deal with it yeah Victoria waited way too long to talk about any of this. She kind of hoped Way she could glide without it. And it felt to me like this, like last night's episode was, obviously the show wanted to let Peter know everyone is trashing this girl online. Yes. And couldn't figure out a way to do it. More on Marissa when we talk to Rob. Yeah. By the way, Rob and I recorded before Victoria released her, her apology. Just so everyone Got knows. It. Yeah. So it's, she waited way too long. Um, I mean. Victoria sucks. There's no redeeming values. I hate her whiny baby voice that she used when Peter confronts her about the news when they get to her house. I, I hate that voice that she used. She obviously does not really feel... She has, she has a hard time accepting responsibility. I think we saw that in tonight's episode where he really confronted her about it when he's like, do you ever fight for anything you believe in? I have to say, I'm the not... The She fights for the Marlins. <laughs> it's just really... It's just tasteful. I, I really dislike Victoria and I think that this apology really just makes things worse because it's so disingenuous. I mean, I do hope that she has learned from this and I understand that, you know, people can change and hopefully she'll she'll change from this and become less ignorant. But it's just very, it's a very tough look. I really, really don't care for her. I think it's so much worse than other villains we've had recently. And Victoria, Victoria's not a true villain, but like, this is way more offensive than anything that Jed did, which was just like dumb dating moves. And like, this is much worse to me than Garrett liking a. She's the combo. Photo. She's the combo. She's got the. She's got the bad politics and the bad relationship history. Seriously, it's how do really, they get them both multiplied into one person? It's tough. And, it's tough. Have have you know? I've been very negative about the women and Peter, and I think it's it's colored my view of the season. How do you feel about the season overall? So, part of the season, it was entertaining to watch Peter squirm. Yeah, there's this sort of debate that goes on: is is a season bad? Because the Bachelor is bad at being the Bachelor, I think it's it was often very entertaining. Yeah, like Juan Pablo, very entertaining because he was terrible at being the Bachelor. It's it's like one thing for someone to be bad in the context of like they're making poor decisions, they're you know not choosing the right women. That's kind of fun to watch. A lot of times, Peter could just be boring, and a lot of times, the women on the show are just kind of boring. They're just kind of. The fighting just got old. The fighting over nothing just got old. And I I, I would have liked to have seen more of the friendships developing because they clearly have them. Like, it seems like Hannah Ann's really well-liked and Kelsey and a lot of these women do like each other. I would have liked to have seen more of that in lieu of the, like, extreme cattiness. But I do think that there's, like, some... There's a difference between Juan Pablo's season where, like, he had some great women like Andy and Claire Crawley and Charlene... And just like other women who are actually fun to watch versus Peter's season where these women are, I find, much more irritating. And the ones who could be cool, like Madison and Hannah Ann, we don't know anything about. It's And it's just like seems like a little bit of a pivot because next week when they're doing overnights, the women stay in the same house together. They're usually separate. That's a new one, yeah. That's new. That's just straight up cruel. That sucks. Especially for Madison. She has to like see these two women come back after sleeping with Peter 
and she's like, I'm not doing that. That sucks. I, I feel like the star of this season was there are a lot of uh, producer hijinks. Yeah. Setting up Victoria multiple times with yeah. people from her past. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, that sort of thing was good. That No one stands out. I think we've talked about this. Like, there's no clear person who should be the next Bachelorette. No, there isn't. And even if there is, they haven't gotten the edit that one would usually get if they were en route to being the next Bachelorette. Yeah, I think, I think Madison has the closest to a Bachelorette edit, but I but don't she, think she should be a She might win. Yeah, she might win. At this point. Yeah, she's, it's, if it's like Cassie, then she'd win. It's the strange thing where you're, you, you, like you hinted at, there might be these friendships, there might be these great people. We haven't really seen it because so much of it has gotten caught up with you know, all the drama. I was really yeah. surprised when Kelsey gets eliminated in, in this episode. Yeah. Like she turned to the people and was like, I love you. And they were like, I love you back. And it seemed sincere in I a know, way that he normally. seemed into her. It seemed, I mean, to the other women. Yeah. And it seemed sincere. Oh, you're saying she, yeah, she did seem like she really liked them. Like normally in that situation, she was someone who was typically shown fighting with people. Yeah. I kind of expected her to walk away angrily. And it seemed like there was some legit, like... I think she's a kind woman, ultimately. I don't know why. I just feel sorry for Kelsey, and I'm really on her side. I, I Just whatever. <laughs> One thing I meant to note about Hannah Ann, by the way, and, like, related to Peter being dad at The Bachelor, he told everyone in, his, in her family before her that he was, like, falling in love with her. <laughs> Literally everyone. So, like, maybe he tell her dad, first. He told He told the... Yeah, the mom, the sisters. I guess he kind of told her with the letter, but he just... He sends a lot of mixed messages, I think. Definitely. Well, he just says whatever makes the peop- the person he's talking to happy. Cry and cry. Whatever makes them cry. Well, he, yeah. I'll, either what makes them happy or whatever makes them cry. And them crying makes him happy. Which I, it's, <laughs> it's true. And I, I another thing that's kind of interesting to me is like with Colton, when he ran off, we saw a lot of the seams of The Bachelor. And it was it was invigorating. It was very, mm. a very Truman Show type of situation. Great movie. Um, Craig, can we get that as a rewatchable, do you think? Mm, possibly, yes. Have you seen it? Yeah. It's a great movie. Um, this week, when Peter is leaving the date, he says goodbye to Victoria, which, like, we never see them parting and saying goodbye, right? We see him say goodbye to Victoria, and then he sees Marissa, his ex, who stops him, and though we hear her voice, and she obviously agreed to be on the show, her face is blurred out. It's really weird. Why? Uh, what, what happened there? I don't know. Um, and you see him walking off with two women whose faces are also blurred, who are his two producers, one of whom is Julie LaPlaca, the woman that people think he could end up with which I, I, I highly doubt. I'm 99% sure it's not true. That's a conspiracy theory that's yeah. out there that he ends up with the producer? Yes, he didn't listen to Bachelor Party last week. Wow. Ouch. Ouch. Do I just, do I just leave? <laughs> do I just... Yeah, no, it's, I just, okay. <laughs> it's okay. But yes, that's a rumor. I'm almost positive it's not true. It's definitely not true since we saw her tonight and they didn't show her face. Um, one of them is Julia. I don't know who the other one is. But it just was like a reminder that Peter's never alone and he's being like ushered from like place to place to place at all times. And... It was a weird moment. It was less exciting than seeing Chris Harrison. Someone yell, someone call Chris. Then just sort of like the, mon- like sort of like very mundane realities of what it's like to make The Bachelor, which is like you're constantly with these two people. Um, I'm still going off of these, these two, uh, the, you know, I've been burned a million times by Bachelor promos, <laughs> but I'm still going off of the two big scenes, which are Chris Harrison telling him, we've just found something out. Yeah. And, and Peter's mom saying, Bring her bring home. home. Yeah. I, I, I'm haunted by the bring her home. It seems like the most genuine words ever uttered on. She seems so. I, st- I stand by. It's a, it's a general her. It's like a find your love and bring her home. I'm a I God. I will I don't, I don't be think devastated. It's one, of the four, one of the three. If, that, if it's not one of the people, I will 
throw my computer in anger and vow never to watch the show again and then recap The Bachelorette in I, three months. I, I'm really happy. It's less than three months, man. It's in, it's in May. It's next week. It's like ne- next week. Yeah. And then, I, I'm happy that I don't know how it ends. I still don't know. It's great. Yeah. If how, any of you out there are people who know. And don't tell us. Please, it's honestly kind of... It's exciting. Yeah. I love it. It's It's been a good run of seasons where not knowing how it's going to end. Totally. And it's not obvious at all. I, I think Madison is the front runner for sure, but um, I think she got a, a very Cassie-like edit. So we'll see what happens. Um, on that note, let's get into it with Rob. Just again, Rob and I recorded before Victoria's apology came out and it's a wide ranging conversation about The Bachelor. Let's do it. Registering for your wedding can be overwhelming, but hey, it doesn't have to be when you register at Crate and Barrel. Crate and Barrel's expertly curated assortment means you don't have to search or sort through tons of items because they've selected the best of the best to make choosing the perfect items for your home easy. Their modern styled collection features modern design with a classic twist, so you don't have to worry about items going out of style next year. Crate and Barrel items are made to be statement pieces in your home today and for years to come. Crate and Barrel also makes it fun with a private party just for engaged couples. Each month, they close the store for an event to host you and your fiancé, give you undivided attention, and bring in the best vendors to answer all of your specific product questions. If you just got engaged, why not do this? It seems like an awesome way just to think about your home and your life together. I think it sounds great. Create your Crate and Barrel registry online at CrateandBarrel.com or at a store near you. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. Hometowns. Can't wait to talk about these four crazy dates, in particular, Victoria F. Oh my God, she's insane. And to do so, today, I have Bachelor Party fan favorite, SVP of alternative programming at ABC, Mr. Rob Mills. Hi, Rob. What's happening? Finally, I feel like I got your title down. Have we? You did. Rose off the tongue. Rolled off the tongue. You did it beautifully. Have um, we ever done hometowns? No, we haven't. I feel like we've either done, we've done a postmortem. Yeah. We've done maybe early on. Yeah, usually you come a little bit earlier. This is hometowns we haven't done. Very exciting. We were last year to kick off my um, countdown, which I did in oh, December. That was great. That was very fun. Thank you for doing that. Chris Harris, did you listen to the of course, Chris Harris? Of course I did. He Absolutely. really gave it to me. I was riveted. I had to, yeah, he'll give you the business. If, I liked it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. He was great. That was mm-hmm. very fun. I also feel like it's put me in a good spot mm-hmm. for this season. And these hometowns, I mean, are unlike any other. Has there ever... I did say, I did an interview, I think it was like Variety, that, to tease the season. And I had said that. I said, like, this is a hometown unlike any other. And I remember Peter... And he's like, yeah, that's exactly right. It was like, what's the one thing you can tell me about this? I was like, hometowns is unlike anything we've ever seen. So, and you got to agree. Yes, absolutely. So let's just get straight into Victoria. We'll go backwards and turn to most <sighs> gonna interesting. We're going to Tarantino this thing. To last yeah, exactly. interesting. Yeah, exactly. You're going to do the opposite of how we do it. We're like, okay, we need to get that 930 bump. So we'll end <laughs> <Yeah>. with Victoria. <laughs> You're like, no, we're going to start early and hook them in. All so right. let's start with Victoria. I mean, is there any more embarrassing defeat for lack of a better term than not getting picked at hometowns when one girl's parents didn't even get to meet the bachelor like if you're Kelsey how do you go on it's it well Kelsey doesn't know that at the time keep in mind I'm glad she doesn't know I'm glad she now she knows right similar to how her mother now knows that Kelsey has a relationship with her father oh my god Kelsey now knows that Peter did not make Victoria F family it's crazy. We all crazy. did, finally. Peter finally met them in the credit bed. Right. But that was what it is. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That was 
very funny bloopers. And they're yeah, just like the Nana kisses. Yeah, yeah and she just like mm-hmm. t- refers to him as Pilot Pete. And, yes, mm-hmm. and her stepdad's like, why yeah. is he? That's her stepdad, right? Yeah. Why does it have to be Pilot? That was that was very funny. Right. I, I enjoyed that. But um, <laughs> so Victoria uh, mm-hmm. has a meltdown yeah. because Peter confronts her. Yeah. So let's talk about the woman who comes into the date. Yes. Her name is Marissa. Yes. Is it Marissa Pence? Yes. And, it is amazing now how. Just think about this. If this was, I don't know, eight years ago, maybe. Yeah. You couldn't really do the type of rabbit hole you could do now where right. you can find out everything. So Reality Steve spoiled this when it happened mm-hmm. a long time ago. I tried really hard to avoid it. I heard about Victoria being called a home wrecker. Which- well, she had been the one that you saw a lot of people say like, oh, all you have to do is Google Victoria F and you'll yeah. find plenty of things. Right. And so I specifically avoided that. Sydney Latwaco was in here. Mm-hmm. October or so, and she's from Virginia Beach, and she mentioned that she didn't like the girl. Wait, she, Sydney's in Virginia Beach? Yes, and she came Living on- Living there now? No, she's from there. She lives oh, out she here. Oh, she is? She's yeah, from she's, there? She's from there. Okay, she was in New York just teaching yes. at Nick's Dancer Nick's and all Dancer. that stuff. She okay, moved Okay, got it. So I didn't know that's where she's from originally. She's okay, from so Virginia she knows Beach. her too? Yes, she knows her. So is this now becoming a bachelor hotbed? Virginia Beach? Like, yeah, we got Lauren. It used to be Utah. It used to be Chicago. Yeah. Now it's Virginia now Beach. Now it's Virginia Beach. Because we got three, right? Lauren, mm-hmm. Sydney, yeah. and now Victoria. So Sydney didn't And Marissa want, now, tangentially. Right, and Marissa. So Peter and Marissa dated mm-hmm. a while ago. She's not related to Mike Pence, as far as I know. <laughs> not into Mike Pence. But but Marissa knows Lauren Burnham, Lauren Lewandyke. Yeah. And that, right? <laughs> yes. And, that, mm-hmm. and so there was a rumor online that Marissa ended up showing up as a result of Lauren intervening. Is that true? Like, Lauren went to I have not heard that. That very well could be true. Gotcha. And so how does Marissa end up on the show? Like, do you know if production, like, had her come? Or did she just show up on her own volition? Because she gets close to Peter. She, like, yells to him in a corridor. And I have to assume Mm -hmm. when they're doing production, you can't just, like, get close to The Bachelor unless you're, like, Chase Rice. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no. I mean, I think it was... Said it's always the combination of like it's not really a setup, but right. it's also what you would call good producing. Got it. So you know? I'm gonna assume that Marissa and maybe Lauren, Ari's mm-hmm. wife, yeah. reached out to production. We're like, hey, we know about this woman. Yeah, there's a there's a thing to know about the woman, and it's also not something where the producers can say, you know, hey, we talked to somebody who knows Lauren. That's where it's like, okay, Marissa, and this is somebody who has a relationship with Peter anyway. Right. Right. So he he was mm-hmm. like. Not that surprised to see his ex-girlfriend, which I think is funny. But it is odd that... Now, granted, they knew each other in California. Yeah. Not there. But I don't know it's she, sort why of interesting. She, she moved back. Got it. He said, are you back here? And yeah, she's like, yeah. yeah. But at the time, they were in California where there was a guest, I guess. Is that where they were in to get that jacket? Yeah, I think Still so. Still wearing the same that jacket was, That was really guests. funny. That was amazing. <laughs> um, but I think that... Yeah, it's odd that Peter wouldn't have said, like, yeah, it's funny, you know, I once dated somebody who was from Virginia Beach. Peter doesn't seem to connect the dots. Like, that's just, like, he just sort of, like, takes things as they are. And I I wonder if this is what you have to do to be a pilot. Like, when you have turbulence, you get through it and you move on. You do not think about it. My stance about—I asked Peter about turbulence when he was here. Mm -hmm. And he was like, it's actually a good sign. It means the plane's reacting, whatever. I feel like he's a savant. Oh, my God. What? That sounds horrible. It's I like know. there's no turbulence on this flight. There's something wrong. <laughs> I know. But he is like, when you see like the plane reacting to it, mm-hmm. it means the plane's working, basically. But Got it. I believe he's an aviation savant and fanatic. Yes. Everything else, I don't think he really, 
he doesn't have like a probing mind. So I feel like he was really overwhelmed by this information because it forced him to ask questions. That's and a good we, point. We what else do we know about Peter? Like there's, you know, we know about- Not a about, lot. Mm-hmm. We don't. We know that he's a pilot. He loves aviation. Well, I think he also just likes machinery. He's got that car yes. that clearly he's that's very important to him. Which, like, he has... isn't a family, as we saw in the hometowns. I think that's yes. why, he, in some ways, I think he shined in the hometowns with the families. But there's, we'll talk about the end. I know you've you've got some sure some some things you want to talk about. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll get. But there. yeah, I think he's into aviation and family. And that's kind of it. Yeah. And I think that he doesn't really doesn't want to ask a lot of questions. I feel like he just wants to be happy, which is so funny because he gravitates towards these women who are, like, hysterical. <laughs> right, yeah, I think that's probably true. <laughs> I don't get mm-hmm. it. Yes. I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. But so, okay, so, so this woman, Marissa, shows up, and then he has to talk to Victoria. And what do they do in between, like, the day part of hometown and the night? Like, are they together the whole day? Or like, No, you're getting separation? ready anyway. I mean, Got there's it. something similar to the day-night portion of any day. Got it. Victoria picked a really bad outfit for her night portion. It was, like, extremely casual mm-hmm. and the most covered up she's been all season. She was right. wearing, like, an oversized white yeah. denim jacket and, like, platform white casual sneakers. Yeah. And I was just like, is she covering up for her mom? This is not the Victoria I know. Potentially. Well, the family clearly is very protective of her, so maybe that yes. is true. Yeah. Well, what she you- also just came out of making old timey photos too, so maybe that was like you know so weird. At that point, you know, it was very strange. The whole thing was really. I've weird. always wondered when I wander in those houses with the couples that have done that. Yeah, who does that? Now we know it's now like we know. Victoria F and Peter. Do they suggest things they can do in their hometown? There's always things, or there's things. If you say I wanted to, like Madison's a no brainer. Yes, like you know what that's going to be. Madison impressed me with her basketball mm-hmm. skills. We'll come back. She to her. played for a D one school. Yeah, went to Final Four. Like that's not. I know, really? She, you were that she, impressed? I guess I didn't really understand the magnitude of her athleticism. I would have liked to have seen more of it, but I would on. like to talk to her about, like, you know, well, what was it like when you played UConn? Would you, you know, being know. from Connecticut, like, what do you think of Gene Oriema? What do you think of these, you know? Um, I know. I'm probably, I've probably watched her play. That's what's so weird. I know. It is have probably we looked true. her up, though? Was she, a, was she a starter? Was she? I actually haven't looked it up. Yeah, I'm curious about that, too. But anyway. I'm sure that Roger will cover that in his recap. Check Thank out, you, Roger. Check out Roger yeah. on TheRinger.com. <laughs> so Peter is, and then has to confront Victoria, mm-hmm. and she doesn't really have an explanation or a denial. She just doesn't really want to talk about it. Well, this is what, to me, this was the most— We We start to see it every time where it's like— I think last week's was where— you really saw where it was just like, out of nowhere, it's just like, you're always in a mood. You're always, and it's like, clearly this is to stir up some drama to to lay cover fire for something else. And that's what was interesting here was it was like, clearly she probably knew. He set it up in a way where he goes, I ran into somebody I knew, her name is Marissa. Yeah. She had enough time for the wheels to turn and be like, what would she be talking about? Okay, I know what it is. And then start saying, like, how am I supposed to respond to that? Like, this, you're, you, I'm gonna, you're gonna be my family now after yeah, you do all yeah. that. It and was, it just, she stirred the pot enough that it was about that and not about the, just tell me what she's referring to and we'll move on. Right. And she wouldn't. She instead got And super you've gotta defensive. think it's bad because the Chase thing was sort of like, I dated Chase Rice. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that was it. And did she even date him? What? what? Well, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, he says that they didn't, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. And, but just since you brought it up, that's, I mean, that's mm-hmm. another good fortune, right? Like, you guys didn't know that Victoria had dated him when you booked Chase, right? No, Chase was booked on the show. And uh, yeah, like I said, that's what you call good producing. Right. Like, that's the, okay, this fell into our lap, maximize it. So Chase was booked. Does Victoria mention at some point that she's dated Chase Rice and then she ends up on that date? 
I think it it come yeah of course absolutely she did not end up on that date accidentally. Do you disclose your dating history when you go on the show? No, not at all. Oh, I mean, well, you talk about obviously sure. you talk about in vagaries like I've dated this person or that right. person, I mean, and I'm not sure how this came to light. But it's not like a questionnaire where it's like list every famous person, any you've famous ever person, talked to, potentially a musician that might be bookable <laughs> on the show. Hunter Hayes, by the way, big get. That was a big get. Uh, he's I know. famous, mm-hmm. and Peter. Didn't actually you like knew the way music. though? There's a shot. They first get there. This is again. They're so good, and it starts with they just started his boots and go up, and you're thinking, oh my god, and it's Chase, Chase Rice. Rice again. <laughs> I mean, they're the producers are so good. The it cameramen is, are so good. Yeah, they they really are. They're so thing on their feet. Great. They, yeah, they, exactly. They, that was just a great shot. That was. But it. anyway, you're right. Hunter Hayes, big get. It is. A big Although get. you've got to argue too. This is a huge thing for them. For Hunter? For all of them. Oh, yeah. Anyone who appears on this show, you know, because it's always like the, oh, this is, they're going in the show that's this guilty pleasure show, whatever. It's a juggernaut. Yo, it definitely is. This is a big thing for them. How are the ratings this season? Very good. Very good. Because it's like... They'll probably end up up over Colton, but I do think, and we talked about it, I think there's controversy of how people feel about the girls. Yes. You know? Yes. That's a lot of the, you know, a lot of the... How can we take this seriously when they're so— Especially when Peter was interested in Colton, because Colton was sort of like, you know, a puppy who really had never experienced love because sure. he was so busy trying to make it in the NFL. And as he would say, like, I'm I, all I have my identity is Colton, the football player. Right. Peter's a guy who has, like, a real life that he's ready to go. You know, I have a career. This is it. I'm going to go. And— you know, it's a, it's some of the, the women it reads is like, okay, are they really here to— be the wife of a pilot because that's a real life. Like, that's a real career. Yeah, That's absolutely. not the, okay, we're going to go to openings and yeah, it's stage not him coach and, Cassie and things and like that. Yeah, exactly. Seems like he and Cassie are going strong, by the way. Totally strong. Yeah, it seems, it seems like it's There's working out. There's nothing wrong with, with that type of <laughs> lifestyle. I mean, it's a, it's a living and it's a lifestyle and you can... Make something, you know. They're they're sure. living in an apartment. They're eating. They're they're taking care of them. Their bills. Sure. But that's a different life than the Peter life. Is the okay? You are a pilot's wife, right? You're a and he's not home wife. most of the time. Yeah, and not that that means you have to sit at home too. But it's sort of it's different. It's not the okay. We're going together as a couple to this place and that place. It does seem hard for these women who don't really have careers. I mean. Mm-hmm. To then be like, okay, so you're just off doing your thing, and right. I'm just here. Mm-hmm. I've moved out to LA for you, but you're never here. Yes, definitely, right. it definitely does seem difficult. But let's go back to Victoria. So mm-hmm. it's so hilarious because they're sitting on Victoria's stoop, and mm-hmm. they never, and they just never go inside. So is that true? They just don't go inside. Yeah, they or didn't go inside. Does she get to go in? They or? didn't go inside. Well, she went inside. It's you know, you saw the family all right. were out there, and then yeah, she she so spent she goes time with that. them. Yeah. So he leaves, and she goes inside. He gets after. in the car, he leaves, and then she goes and sees the family. Yeah. What do they do in between the previous week's date and their hometown? Like, where do they go, the girls? Oh, the girls, they go, they they get situated somewhere. I mean, they'll stay, you'll stay out wherever you're flying from. So they're from, they're in Peru. Right. And then they go, I mean, it all moves pretty quickly. It's just a couple of days. So everyone right. sort of goes and you have producers who are attached to each one. And do they they'll go to, to that LA location. Or do they stay in Peru? Or do they no, go to No, no, they home? go to their hometown. Do and they, they get stay to see there. their family? Mm-hmm. No, they don't see the family till the date. Got it. So they yeah. remain in like emotional deprivation. Yes, but, exactly. But they're That's in their right. hometown. Yes. So you can like go to your favorite nail place, get your hair Even done. You're with a producer the whole right. time who's, you know, your there body with person. You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to explain last week with these rumors with Peter and Julia LaPlaca, where I was just like, it could seem like they're dating. <laughs> what you refer to her by first and last name. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. people are going to want to look That's her up on Instagram. That's how people know. I think they already have. 
Yeah, they definitely have. And like, you know, Hannah's like commenting. Mm-hmm. And then before the season, Peter and Julie and Tyler were like all out at Bootsy Bellows and stuff. Right. Like they're partying mm-hmm. together. But you spend 10 weeks straight with like your producer, right? right? Mm-hmm. So it's like a new best friend. It is. It's totally a new best friend. But it's more than that because you're it, or, like a therapist, or a best friend. Right? It is. It's a therapist. I mean, this is the person who you, you are telling your biggest secrets to. Like, I think I'm falling in love. Which I think is I'm falling in love or I thing. feel this or I'm worried about that or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. So they, they sit on the porch. Julie's off off camera. We can't see her. Other, yes. other producers mm-hmm. as yeah. well. And they're having this fight. And they just don't go inside. And yeah. it's wild. I, yeah. can't, I can't believe it. I it's pretty crazy, yeah. It's so crazy. And I think had she not done this type of thing on all the other dates, maybe mm-hmm. it would have been different for him. Right. But he sort of got, like, fed he's up with it. sort of sick it. of it, yeah. yeah. That's why I was shocked that he, I mean, like, kind of But for shocked. a guy that really likes family, I also think, too, she didn't know how to respond. Like, it, she has that fight-or-flight mentality, too. Had she said, I really want you to meet my family, and then, but I hear this, we'll talk about this, but please, yeah, I want you to get to know me after. better through my family. Because, as we saw, the family seems charming. Charming and, and normal. And normal. It's like, where did Victoria come from? This, right. This crazy mm-hmm. gal. It's pretty weird because I, I would have liked to have seen her interact mm-hmm. with them because I have, now I just have so many questions. Like, right. what's her role in the mm-hmm. family? They all seem like pretty chill and funny. Well, it was interesting when, I think it was her father was like, you know, we're always there for you. Yeah. And sort of felt like, oh, this feels like they've been in this situation before where, yeah. you know, like something, some drama has happened, but they're always there for her. Yeah. Like which they, is really nice. They understand she has a lot of yes, male that's right. drama, essentially. Or, yeah, just drama in life or whatever. In but, general. Um, but it was interesting how Peter, I think, yeah, it was like, okay, this isn't resolved and yeah. it's not getting any better. So um See going ya. back to my hotel. I couldn't believe it. Didn't seem like the Peter thing, but I thought when he asked her, like, have you ever fought for anything in your life? Mm-hmm. He was real. That's when I was like, he was annoyed. And I thought that was kind yeah. of sweet. The fun, I said this before, that the thing about Victoria, she makes Peter look good. That's how bad she is, is that Peter is like a, bumble, think she's a bumbling bachelor. bad. I think she, uh, I don't know. I don't, I really don't think she's bad. It's funny because clearly Peter doesn't either because in all yeah. the press he's had to do addressing her various mm-hmm. scandals, He's not going for the full on distancing of like I don't I don't condone what she stands for like I didn't know it was happening. He has said there mm-hmm. wasn't all the information I, or I didn't have all the information. Right. But in general, he's not like yeah I'm done with Victoria. He seems to no. like her actually. No, I think he likes her a lot. Yeah, I mean obviously he picked her without meeting her family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely right. wild. Mm-hmm. Well, they had that um, encounter the next day, and I think right. that she helped apologized. Lot, yeah. Sure. And gave him the picture. Oh yeah, I that was amazing. That, that, that was, was so great. That was it was like, pretty cute. And then it was just also it was like it. the Karate Kid. It was so great. Yeah. I know. It was you just awesome. love your '80s movies, Rob. I do. I do. <laughs> um, for you guys at the network, this is not the first time it's happened. But since the show started airing, stuff has come out about Victoria. Namely, mm-hmm. she's a part of the White Lives Matter photo shoot for the Marlins, right? Which was just mm-hmm. an absolutely idiotic thing to do. What like what is the reaction that you have when you read about that? I mean, I will be I will be honest with you. I had actually I've spoken to her since before even any of this because it was more out of curiosity. Uh huh. And she said she was like, "Look, here here's what it is. It's that thing." And you could see she legitimately didn't whether she didn't know that the Confederate flag with that or just that saying. Just is probably not something you want to be near. Like, yeah, of course. Like, but Definitely it was not. it was it was legitimate. So had she said that before in casting, I mean, I, I certainly would have said like, we need to talk about this, not just oh no, there's no way she's right. not in. Right. 
I don't know. It's it's very hard. I mean, this gets into a whole different conversation. Sure. With the sort of like what Joaquin Phoenix was saying in his thing, you know, it's like, do you do you just say no or right. do you say try to educate? There's certain things where it's like there's no coming back from right. That. I'll be honest. For mm-hmm. me, it's a it's a no. I'm just like mm-hmm. Victoria. You're a no to me. It, you're, look, you're and it probably ignorant. is. Yeah, but. At the very least, it's worth a conversation. Sure. You know, and it probably is for that very reason, too. It's just like, this is offensive to too many, for, for, and for good reason. Yeah. It makes everything about this whole situation and the fact mm-hmm. that Peter chose her without meeting her family and just everything that she is is so complicated because mm-hmm. she has just been attached to drama every step yeah. of the way. Mm-hmm. It's And it's sort of funny because it's not funny. It's a weird word choice, but a lot of the time when there's like someone like a Lee mm-hmm. or someone like a DeMario, yeah. there's a little bit more of a dis... Although both those are bad examples, but there's often <laughs> with the villains more of a disconnect between what you're seeing on the mm-hmm. show and what you find out about them afterwards. Like right. Garrett's a better example probably of, you know, he was like accused of being yes. a MAGA mm-hmm. guy because right. of what he liked on Instagram, but mm-hmm. then he just seemed like pretty nice and like benign on the show. But with Victoria, it's sort of like all tracks into making her like a like a super villain who right. cries a lot and then also has I don't know that there media. is the super villain on the show anymore though. Like it's just not as it's, black it's and white. Definitely different archetype. For yeah, sure. it's there's no it's like more Courtney Robertson will never happen again. I don't think it will. I, I agree with you. I think that's there you go. That's the archetype for a villain. Yeah. But even Courtney, I remember Afterwards, I get to Ben's season, you know, I would say it to Ben, and, and it's like, no, she's actually pretty good. I mean, the lesson here is like, I think there are some people who are unredeemably bad. I don't think they're on The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. really don't. Okay, okay. But I, but that type of, you're right, that was the the archetype yeah. of villain. Yeah, and it's just. We had so many types. I, I don't know if we'd have Tierra. I think you'd sort of call the comical villain. I don't know that we'd have Tia. that anymore. Tia? Tia? Yes. Tierra. Oh, Tiara, the, the sparkle. Tiara and the eyebrow. Yes, yes. from Sean. Lewis I can't control season. my eyebrow. Yes, yeah. she's mm-hmm. she's stunk. So yeah. <laughs> I, she wow. did. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> but so yeah. So then Peter just picks Victoria after all that. It's mm-hmm. so. It's just such an f you to Kelsey. Poor girl. Can you imagine? It is. I also, have Kelsey, to say too. And I found Kelsey th- several times. Like I think on all of her one on ones, but really the last two, the one before hometowns and then in this one I found her to be very rootable I found her to be Me too. the way she told these stories were so relatable I think she's somebody that really is a you know I mean what I actually didn't like was the line only because I think that then it it, it puts into these misconceptions but like the you know and then I you know when I became Miss Iowa we talked yeah. because I don't think of her that way Me like neither. the way that I think she's she's very real and I thought that was and then I thought what I really, really loved was when she said, look, I'm going to put it out there, and if he breaks my heart, I'm going to pick up the pieces and move on. I'm I, a major landowner on Kelsey Island. I, yeah. I like her a lot. She's really good, yeah. I, I felt so you buy You really buy stock in Kelsey. Yes. In this, this, it was a gradual thing, and then I think this was the— I think you're seeing a ton of Kelsey for Bachelorette now. Oh, yeah. I like her for yeah. sure. Her family was kind of like I barely remember them. I was hoping the drama with her dad would come mm-hmm. up just for just for drama's sake. But do we know if her? I mean, well, clearly the other thing I don't think we knew until now was that her mom had remarried. Right, we didn't. You know, so that's a that's a thing right it's, there. Her sisters mm-hmm. seem very genuine. No, I, she I, was totally normal. Do you think Kelsey has a lot of paradise potential? Because I'm worried. Yeah, she's, absolutely. She's too earnest. Well, you need. Ernest, That's you need true. everything. It's Some not people looking for love. It's not train wreck. I think they're all looking for love. Like you've had, you'd have love. Uh, the thing about paradise is there's love among the train wrecks. Sure, 
you know, Hannah G and Dylan, that's sort of straight down the middle. Oh my God, I'm going to need to mute them you on know. Instagram. Who but... would you put Kelsey with, though, in the Bachelor universe? Um, Huh, interesting question. Some... And you don't have an answer, which is fascinating. No. Like, there's not somebody right off the bat. No, I think that, hmm. I mean, don't forget, we'll have a new crop of guys coming in. I'm excited. If Kelsey's not the Bachelorette, you know? I yeah, mean, I'm trying to think, maybe she mm-hmm. could be with someone who's like, hmm. I don't know. She she just has a little bit more like seriousness to her. So I'm I think she, of who's the right person in the bed. Would you have seen her with say forgetting all the stuff that with the bar, like Wells? No. Okay. He's, he's, he's too, a little he's too, too goofy playful. and playful. Need someone a little bit cheesy. To think be who's with her. Right the, okay. Someone who's like really middle of the packish. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna think. You know about who would have been good had he been young? This is like <laughs> their ages are so far. But um, Kirk. From Kirk oh, and yeah. Carly. Yeah, Like absolutely. Kirk and her, had yes. they been, you know. That would have been great. Sort of matched up, that would have been good. Kirk, who just broke Carly's heart, which oh, now has been mentioned One of the Evan. all-time great, exactly. One of the great breakups. Talk about eyebrows. Breakups. That was a different era for Carly. Oh, that's right. Her eyebrows oh my were crazy gosh. back then. That was amazing. That's right. <laughs> totally crazy. But uh, anyway, Kelsey, I feel for her. She also was wearing the best dress, in my opinion, at the yes. at the. What did you think of Madison's pantsuit? Madison's pantsuit? Well, yeah. she's her second power pants suit yeah. of the season. Mm-hmm. She, obviously a style she likes. Yeah. I thought Madison looked good. Pulls it off. Yeah, I think so. Madison, let's just talk about Madison. Great okay. segue, Rob. Um, <laughs> Madison's date was very Auburn heavy and... Of course. How do you not? I yeah. Mean, but I also did, so, you know, that day too, very similar to like when Top Gun came out and that was like, this is the greatest recruiting thing ever for the Air Force. Yeah. This to me uh, is like the greatest... Or was he in the Navy? I'm sorry, I'm sure I'll get called out for whatever. Tom it was. Cruise. I think it was he was a naval. I think you're anyway. correct. Yeah, they're on the so on anyway. the on the air. On the, so like the for the Navy. So sure. anyway, but this is to me was the greatest recruiting thing ever for Auburn. Oh, there's yeah. no way you're not going to get some people who are going to want to go to Auburn based on this. I kind of forgot that Charles Barkley went to Auburn, and Peter definitely never knew that Charles yes. Barkley went as to Auburn. they walked past the Charles Barkley statue. <laughs> yeah, I which clearly was Charles at his. There was all this debate, if you remember, with the Elvis stamp. When it was coming out, like the is it skinny Elvis or right. fat Elvis? Right. This was like with Barkley. I was like, well, do we do the skinny, skinny Barkley yeah. when he was at Auburn or the round mound of rebound? You know, I just I've thought this since I met Peter, and he really he really uh, showed himself. Mm-hmm. The man knows nothing about sports. He probably is like Bruce Pearl. Yeah, never boy, heard you're yeah. really. I know, boy, you are really. It really just, bothers me. You've gone on record. You've said that. Yeah. <laughs> it bothers me because it bothers him too. I think it's going to bother him knowing that that bothers you. Well. He's going to want to prove you wrong, I think. He, well, he can. he's welcome to come back, and we can mm-hmm. do some sports quizzes. Oof. This is the thing. He so tries to identify with the Seahawks. Like, he has a tattoo. He, like, mm-hmm. wears a jersey. But, like, it's it, that's sort of like— But who does that if you're not really into it? Who gets a tattoo? The jersey's one thing. I know. The tattoo's a lot. But That's you're committed. But I don't even think he knows that much about— the team. Like, I think it's just, like, very surface. It is interesting. He has every right to like this. Because you think about it, it's like, okay, he's in Woodland Hills. The Raiders, you know, were not even a thing no. for, like, he doesn't remember that. Like, he really hasn't had a team. He said his dad His team should was... have been the Chargers, though. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. They, he's, mm-hmm. I could see him living in San Diego. He's got a lot mm-hmm. of San Diego energy. He totally does. And you can do that from Woodland Hills. Like, the greatest thing, biggest thing the Chargers ever made was moving from San Diego. But he could have driven down. Oh, it's the greatest thing in the world. You go to Sayows for the early games. <laughs> you go to the game late in the afternoon. It's great. That's what he could have done. Why do you pick the Seahawks, who weren't really good? I don't until- know. Aviation City. He mm-hmm. said his dad lived there, but he didn't. 
Peter grew up in Florida. Little known yeah. fact. He's not even like really like from. Mm-hmm. I guess he went to high school out here, but yeah. he was lived in Florida and Virginia before that. But um, so do you he, think he knows Ricky Waters' nickname? No, definitely not. Wow. No, he doesn't know anything. Mm. <laughs> God, you were I'm so I'm so mean. I know. <laughs> I'm mm. sorry, Peter. Don't hate me. But so Madison, yeah, I think he does, Peter. He hates I've me. got five bucks on you that you know it. <laughs> so. How do you guys get Charles Barkley to record that video? Does Charles Barkley know about The Bachelor? <laughs> no, um, that I don't. I'm sure he does. Who doesn't know about it? Sure. But these things are pretty easy. I mean, it was a pre-recorded video. It wasn't like an interactive thing. Yeah, I mean. Does he get paid for that? Some after thing gotcha. for an appearance fee. But no, he doesn't get. You think he doesn't want to do that? Like, I that's don't know. a huge thing for him. Charles Barkley. Way, Charles Barkley's also done Family Feud for us. He was a shark on Shark Tank. Gotcha. So he's a, he's a friend of yours, is what you're trying to say. He's a fr- I, I mean, I didn't do it, the, the show <laughs> did, but it's not that he's not so he's a, a hard get. He's gettable. Yes. Is he's what you're gettable. saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they do the video, and then Bruce Pearl comes out. Yes. Peter definitely does not know who Bruce Pearl is. He probably doesn't even know about the Adidas no, scandal. No, has no idea. And Bruce Pearl also. It's fascinating when you think about it. You don't, as I lose, I was like, God, I've never seen these people. And I guess Bruce Pearl does look like that type. There's a few of them where you're like, okay, I could see him being a good sport about this. Sure. Which he really was. Yes, he was. You know, as opposed to if it's like Bobby Knight or sure. something. Sure. Like, like, Bob Knight's definitely not doing Rick it. Rick Majerus would have been fun on this. You could you could see him jumping in and having a good time. But um, college, college basketball coach is best case scenario for friend of a contestant because yeah. they crave the spotlight because they're, mm-hmm. they're a NCAA Division One coach. Some but not that do. famous. Yeah, but I don't know that Sunday. I don't think Mark Few would have been a bag of laughs and like, <laughs> yeah, let's do some some, some drill, you know. I feel like Tom Izzo would have been good. But Tom like, Izzo would have been great. Yes, yes he's, everyone really likes him. He's like a good one. Mm-hmm. Coach Cal, of I course. I was just going to say Calipari would have been amazing. <laughs> he would have been happy to do uh, it. Now I'm going to start scouting, you know, where it's like the, oh, clearly, you know, these pageant girls are all doing it. Now it's like, okay, D1 college athletes. Yeah. Well, the Bachelor is- Men con- and women. Conquered Alabama. Mm-hmm. On to Kentucky. On know? to Kentucky. Here we go. Here we come. <laughs> and then- Madison was genuinely so impressive. She obviously is a great athlete, really good at basketball. That was, that was great. Peter must have felt really insecure. Rightfully so. Madison was really good. No, she was good. That's why I want to know what her, like, did, what her I think were. she started. Yeah, she might have. Although she doesn't look like. I know, she's so skinny. She yeah. looks like you'd be able to, like, back mm-hmm. her down pretty easily yeah, in the exactly. paint. But she. You think of, like, Lisa Leslie, Diana Taurasi. Like, yeah. People who were super, like, you know. Sure. Tall, but and she doesn't look like that. Yeah, yeah. To- I know. But she clearly is very athletic. I know. Like I think if it wasn't basketball, she could have been a world class track athlete, Soccer, swimming, yeah. water polo. Yeah, she's yeah. obviously a good athlete, mm-hmm. and that's why I feel like she wears the 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 jumpsuit. She's like kind of comfortable in that in that yeah, lane, and she just, mm-hmm. she goes with it. Yeah. Um. So they do some hoops, and she looks so very natural in her jersey. He does not. Again, once again, mm-hmm. so, I'm sorry. Although I liked his Jordans, he was. I believe he was wearing. Yeah. Or, or actually, they were, they were either Jordans or Air Force Ones. I can't remember. I actually wasn't paying attention to the footwear. <laughs> but I thought he was good in the jersey. I thought he looked good. I'm just so mean about Peter. I can't, I can't help really it. You really are, it's I know. All, all so I what see. is it? Is it him this season or just? I feel like he's got no control. What is interesting is that you'll always tell me, you know, we'll talk about it beforehand because yeah. I'll, I'll tell you like, yeah, here's where we're leaning. Yeah. And, we'll give you, and with you're like, yeah, no, I really, I like Peter. I thought he was going to be good. You were on the Peter train. I yeah. was. I was. I was very pro-Peter. I thought he just was smoother than he is, but he's just, a, he's not smooth. And he, unlike- I think this is overwhelming for anyone. I also wonder, 
if he was in his head because you know he's also a massive fan of the show. Yeah, he's a like, he for a loves long the time. Bachelor. So you do wonder was he like I need to be the best Bachelor ever? He also may have been aware of like what he wasn't learning. I guess mm-hmm. I think he just seems like an excited puppy. Yeah, and so the drama like really waylaid him and mm-hmm. he's not handled it well. And, yeah, that could be. And I don't know. Also, there's been a lot of commentary on the editing this season, how it's edited a little bit differently. It seems mm-hmm. like there's some more kind of like frankenbiting, for lack of a better term. And I don't know if that's true or not, but like... I don't know. You know, look, you can say anything you want, but you never see... It's always the... Basically, the letter of the law or the spirit of the law. Like, it, sure. it's really... You're getting the point across. You're not making things out of the whole cloth. Right. You're, you're, you know, maybe you're using things to sort of get, okay, in five seconds with one line, I can get to what they were thinking about in, in two minutes. Right. But, you know. Well, this is, this is like, a good question. Like, do you really think Kelly didn't think, oh, my God, these girls are so much younger than me, and come on, what's going on? She probably like, yeah. did think mm-hmm. it, just didn't say it on that date, is my guess. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's, yeah. like, the voiceover or whatever. But. Sure. Um, Madison's father, who looks like he's about 25, definitely looks like I'm older than him mm-hmm. and I'm 34. Um, weren't, you, weren't you so curious about what he was going to be like? like I was. Um, I was curious. And I think this is the first time that there's like basically two of three dads are like, no, I'm not willing to say you can marry my daughter full stop. I thought that was pretty pretty fascinating. Both Hannah Ann's father and Madison's father were like skeptical. I don't know if they're now watching the show or what it is, because I think before there was sort of a, yeah, I know, they went off to do the show and they came back here or whatever. It felt like they were prepared. They were prepared like to say a, no. Here's what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, and I have a thing in my head. They were well-spoken. They were reasoned. I also think, too, it could be that they're very close. They're all very young, as we talked about. Yeah. So they've really just left home. Right. So it could be the, they haven't lived life yet, so I can't be, you know, if you're 27 or 28, it's like, okay, She's done some living. Yeah. She's old enough to make her own decisions. I Maybe there's more protective. Madison, like, know. just graduated from college. Same with Hannah. Mm-hmm. Hannah Ann. They're both very, they're both quite young. Yes. I thought what was interesting with Madison was her role in the family. I mean, the special plate thing where then they all compliment each other. First of all, that reminded me of my 25th birthday dinner where one of my friends was like, everyone here, say something nice about Juliet. It was like a small group of people and it just made me want to die. I just was like, this is not it what was, I signed I up for. I could see that's so not you, like, <laughs> no, exactly. It's not my style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't take compliments well. I'm just like, mm-hmm. let's keep it moving. We're just- I do wonder though, again, like the Auburn thing, if people are watching like, oh, we're going to do a special plate now. Right. I thought it was a pretty nice thing, but I, I agree was... with you. I, I don't need five people saying something nice about me. It just seemed— By the way, everything awkward. they said were like, you know— You inspire she's me. A, she's, you know, she's a person. Yeah. She's like, great. Like, like, it was not anything tailored specific. Probably because they've been saying this, if you're going around once, at least once a week, there was not more than seven people in that family. I know. It did seem like meals were very important to the Pruitt family mm-hmm. as they are to the Webbers. I remember that yes. from Peter's hometown. That's a big deal. Yeah. It's, as they should be, by the way. Yeah, I love I mean, I, love I family it's, dinner. it's nice, absolutely. Yeah, it's very nice. But um, I thought what he had to say seemed genuine. He just, he clearly likes her the most. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like, in some ways, her family was the most skeptical of the three that we got to see. I think because of the religious, the religion stuff. I think that's probably true. And it seemed like her mom, Tanya, was really worried about what mm-hmm. Madison has and has not told Peter, namely yeah. the fact that she's a virgin. And yes. Well, she didn't say it. Saving herself save, for marriage. Saving herself for marriage. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, different words. <laughs> right. And that she, you know, doesn't want and doesn't want him to be sleeping with anyone else, which, mm-hmm. I, which I think is valid if that's what totally her, how she sees herself. Yeah. I, th- I think it's really hard— 
to live Madison's life. It's very hard for assholes like me to not judge that. And mm-hmm. I try very hard not to, even though it's very yeah. different. I, I, I respect Madison the most of yeah. these girls, for sure. She seems to have a sense of yeah. self, and perhaps that will change. But yeah. it seems very rooted in her no, family. She has a thing, and faith is actually a wonderful thing. And I think oh it's good. Faith, yeah, it yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, so, you, if you believe in stuff, whether your faith awesome. is, is the Seahawks or Christianity, like seriously, believing in something mm-hmm. is really important. That's and right. Obviously, has mm-hmm. given Madison a sense of purpose in yeah, her life, where she's right. pretty like self assured. I thought it was really cool to see. It's not the way that Christianity is often portrayed on reality TV and right. in general, and I, and mm-hmm. especially on this show, I thought it was cool. But then I'm also just like— Clearly, you didn't watch Sean Lowe's season at all. I watched all of it. Yeah. I watched you don't think there was faith on that season? There was. It was just different. It's just different mm-hmm. when someone's like, I'm a born-again virgin. I mean, it's just— Well, that wasn't part of the season. That was all this stuff that was, like, talked about and you right. know, whispered about and everything. That was a sex really wasn't Please don't accuse me of not watching Sean Lowe's season. That hurts. No, but it's funny where you're like, well, we've never seen faith like this. From Sean a, from is a woman, it's so— different. Okay, fine. From a woman, it's different. I don't know that we necessarily that, but Sean— also very, very rude in faith. Yes, and that he, like, had really found that right before he came back on the show. Yes. Or he came on the show and everything, but... No, I think he always had that faith. Okay. I just think, you know... It was stronger at a certain point the, or something? Yeah, exactly. They the pleasures like great... of the flesh are sometimes very, <laughs> you know... Seems like they're mm-hmm. a happy couple. Yes. Oh, they're so happy. But um, um Madison's sisters contributed very little, and her parents just contributed a lot of skepticism. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed it. I was Although like, I it was interesting, though. Parents. Peter, Peter did sort of say, you know... I don't, to, to Madison last week on the one-on-one, I, my faith, you know, I have it, but I, I really wish it was stronger. It. Yeah. And Madison's mom's like, he seems like a, you know, real man of faith. Yeah. It was odd, like, where she was getting that from. Because she <laughs> didn't ask him. It's going to be hard yeah. for them to watch the show back. I, <laughs> That's I, right. I yeah. presume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'll be horrified at his dancing right. moves and his lack of faith, yes. I, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But I just think that I like seeing the dads be like, I don't know. I mean, she's not the only one here. Like, I don't know if I for sure. Mm-hmm. And I, it's just, it was so funny coming from Madison's father because he looks so young. He looks mm-hmm. like Peter's age. It's it's Yeah. It's like one of those TMZ pictures where it's like good docs or good jeans. Yes, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Clearly it's good jeans, mm-hmm. but like it's wild. It's just It's interesting also that her father was like really the focal point of what Bruce Pearl wanted to say and everything, yes. which makes sense. They've worked mm-hmm. together, but— he Apparently um, was a great high school coach. Yeah, and mm-hmm. apparently um, my colleagues have told me that Bruce Pearl has just like oh, unprompted— that, is- he said, this is my heir apparent? No, but oh. he's just said, like, he's a great guy. Like, he has, like, spoken a lot about him in general. He, like, got promoted. Mm-hmm. It's just so funny because they were embroiled mm-hmm. in a really bad scandal. It's Well, they, they must be like, this is great for us. Probably. Now it's all The Bachelor. It's great. Probably. You know? And mm-hmm. I will say, that, like, the scandal is not like someone died. It's just that, like, yeah. Bruce Pearl probably, like, paid it, recruits. It, but, like, I support recruits getting money, so it's fine. Right. But it's just— to be so obsessed with By the faith, way, there's then, also so many other scandals that have been so, uh, you know. Yeah, of course. So much worse than this. So, oh, way, way, way know. worse. This is like, this is a question of money. It's not really a question yeah, of morals. Exactly. Right. But there is a little bit of a disconnect there mm-hmm. of, of like how they're portraying Auburn yeah. basketball versus the reality well, of Auburn Well, also though, again, to my point of like the, okay, the letter of the law, spirit of the law, how much time you have in the show. This would take. So much time to explain to I the know. Bachelor viewers. You know, I know. To be like, like now you're going to see something and you're going to think, you know, this is a really kindly, you know, you're this coach Google is amazing. You're going to Bruce Pearl and, and Auburn basketball. See, right, exactly. And you're going to see you see some things you don't, yeah, that's right, exactly. But it's really just mm-hmm. about who gets the most money. That's right. It's, and the NCAA's mm-hmm. rules. It's not about actual laws. That's right, yeah. It's kind of, it reminds me of the Jane Tanner thing where everyone's like, well, they broke the rules. Like, they shouldn't get yeah. the money. It's like, well. They didn't. There's other people that I'm sure have I'm done sure this. I'm sure people do it. Mm-hmm. And also, it's like, it's DraftKings rules. It's, mm-hmm. Again, it's not like they broke the law. Yeah. They just like broke the rules of a game. So, okay. 
whatever. Do you find it quick to edge, though, the fact that, like, Jaden Tanner so vehemently denied it, and then when they gave back the, the – when they lost the money, they never once said, like, we don't agree with this. It's ridiculous. My guess is there was a, set, up. a settlement of some kind. Oh, interesting. My guess is they gave the money back in some kind of settlement, and they probably couldn't say anything. Would be my guess, but I'm That's not sure. That's got to – yeah, you're probably right. Be- and or they, you know. Or you've no, I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I wish I did. I actually would like to interview them. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to go to their house to interview them, and they got sick. I remember this. I'm the one that told yes, you. you suggested it to me. I said Tanner is the Bachelor historian. Yes, you did. I was, mm-hmm. And I was very thankful. And he I was said wondering yes. what happened there. Is they that got what sick. Happened? And then it was like Christmas time, so I was out of town. Yeah. And then they won DraftKings, and then they were in a DraftKings scandal. So yeah. now I'm sure they won't they won't mm-hmm. do this podcast. But maybe in the future. I heard, That's right. Yes, exactly. I've heard they're great. But yeah, like everyone got sick because mm-hmm. like you know their kids like five months oh, old. Right. Okay. And got it. it was such a bummer. I was like going to drive down there on a Saturday and everything. I remember. I was wondering what happened there because all of a sudden I was like, just never happened. I know. So. It's it's okay. J- Tanner was very nice. Responded very promptly. Oh, they're they're really nice people. They they seem like so, it. So they seem like it. But anyway, back all right, to anyway, Madison. Back to scandals. Yeah. Yeah, back to Madison. So, you know, it seemed like they ended in a good place. I wasn't surprised he picked her. He's obviously the most into her. There's no question in my mind. She's the only one that he has said, I love X. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, he Did said, Did you I'm ever look at this through the lens of the, you know, Peter on his season of Betra was sort of known as the most sexual of all yes. of them. Did of you ever look at the lens of like the, okay, who is he into and who is he now thinking about, well, I'm a week away from fantasy suites. Obviously, that's why he picked Victoria. There's the, that's the mm-hmm. only explanation. He's so you think he's into Madison? He wants to hook up with Victoria. I think he yes. I would think he would like to marry Madison. It would like to mm-hmm. have a fantasy suite with with uh, Victoria yeah. and Hannah Ann somewhere in the middle. Oh wow, that's a good segue mm-hmm. to Hannah Ann. She's grown on me a lot. Yes. I did not like her at first. Champagne Gate didn't help, but now I think she seems great, and she's mm-hmm. my favorite of the three by far. But Champagne Gate again. I wish Wasn't there was there was more time for. Things to say because clearly you saw like Kelsey and Hannah Ann became yeah very thick close. as thieves yeah exactly I you would know? love to, I mm-hmm. I wish there was more of the friendships forming inside the mm-hmm. house because it's so hard to understand how you I think can, as shows evolve or a TV evolves how we watch it you know is there shoulder content or something you do where you you show that stuff because you're right I mean there's just there's not time for that yeah it's this sort is about of like, Peter's journey it's not about yeah. you know Kelsey and but it was like from what because you saw like she was harsh with Hannah Ann. Yeah, I mean, like, the let's get a pretty princess. Let's go to Disney Plus. Yeah, right, exactly. And it's get just bachelor, on Disney bachelor extras, mm-hmm. this kind of thing, where yes. it's like what goes on inside. It's its, it's, its the own show. The extras we have, that's its own show. Also, because it's fascinating watching when they, when they come in for their casting I'd that's filmed that. at the airport. Just because you're watching somebody that— Wait, 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 wait. It's filmed at the airport? At a, at a Hilton at the airport. Oh, I you see. Know. Gotcha. So you go, so you're in this room. <laughs> it's not like in a hangar. But you're filming. No, it's not. <laughs> but you're filming everybody, and it's fascinating. Because, you know, imagine watching Hannah Brown. Yeah. And then they, like, her whole life is going to change. In right. Here. And you don't know that when you're seeing this. So right. So there's a lot of places for, there's really good content. A lot of places yeah, because it. I would like to know, even if you just picked, like, three or four girls, mm-hmm. who you're like, we're going to follow their journey inside the right. house. So let's say you picked Kelly, Hannah Ann, Kelsey and like Natasha. Like that would be really interesting. Those are four really different women, mm-hmm. one of whom never had a chance, one of whom was a front runner. Yeah. And then two who I think did surprisingly mm-hmm. well. Yeah, it'd like, be great. It would be so fascinating to see what it's what like. I even want to see them, you know, because they fill out these groceries for things that would like just cooking a meal. Like yes. who's cooking for who? And I'd love to what? see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it would sort of be like the real world compliment to The Bachelor. Right. Yeah, exactly. And like you could also have them do 
do confessionals that mm-hmm. are separate from ITMs yeah, with right. the explicit purpose of putting it into mm-hmm. this like secondary show. Yes. I always thought that there's also like an opportunity to mine the fact that they all like basically stay in LA. So it's mm-hmm. like, what's like the safe house afterwards? Like where do they go after <laughs> they're on the show or something like that? Uh, oh, there's, there's so many there's, there's there so, so much many opportunity rows, absolutely because Hannah Ann also seems funny mm-hmm. and I liked her I also I again I liked her family and they were just like we're family not sure it's great. you well it is amazing like you wouldn't know not that you necessarily would know but like the fact that he's like a lumber guy was interesting totally something we've never seen that yeah, the axe throwing was super fun. I made me want to go axe throwing I will say there was one shot where he why is that not in bars you know everywhere? the way they have Ski Papa ball, shot, yeah. Papa shot, exactly. Uh, honestly, that should be. Wouldn't you do that at a bar out here? Oh yeah, I think they have one like in the valley. Oh, they do. I think in the valley. Really? I okay. think so. Okay. But there was one shot where he has picked her up and she's just holding the axe and like yeah. uh, and like mm-hmm. he's holding her. I think I know the show you're talking oh, about. Oh my god! Yeah. I was like, this is so dangerous. Everyone, <laughs> be safe. I'm so concerned. That would be amazing. I'm actually sort of surprised because our <laughs> broadcast standards sometimes get so crazed. They actually. That wasn't a thing like, yeah, that could be dangerous, you know? Yes. I was really worried. Or at least put a disclaimer on there. Please do not, you know, do swinging hugs while someone is holding an axe. Oh my God. I was really worried for him, but everyone made out. Especially as we've seen with his accident proneness. Yeah. Imagine if he lost a toe. Yeah. He's so great. Absolutely. But it was, she seemed like she had the most normal family of all. I mean, they all seemed pretty normal. Yeah. But I also like they were like kind of skeptical. Mm-hmm. And they're just sort of like, who is this dude? Like, we don't. It's really nice when. It's not somebody who just comes back and say, I've never seen you look happier. This yeah. looks great. Yeah. You know. Yes. That they treat this like a this is bizarre and it's weird. Super weird. And maybe that is because, like I said, they're younger. So yes, they don't, you know, it's like, how can you really know this? Right. And I, I also thought her her mom had a really good showing too of like asking a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I Although I, you had to give what do you think about Peter giving the note? I loved it. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was great. I, def- I love the sister like being like, you know. How do you not know how this guy feels about you? I know. He wrote this note. Totally. The sister was giving her real talk. Mm-hmm. I liked Hannah's family. They seemed pretty straightforward. They were great, yeah. It's, absolutely. There was, there was no family that, like, ruined it. Mm-hmm. I like it when there's, like, some kind of situation where— Do you think it would be interesting— it. It's funny when you talk about that. If you took, like, say, the final two families and flew them out and had them do the Meet the Parents with Barbara Weber and Peter, I'm I, so curious if it's something— um, Seeing the parents meet each other would be awesome. Because mm-hmm. that's like a nerve-wracking thing, right? Introducing your in-laws to each other. Well, it's also a real dynamic, too. Of course. I'm Although I have to say, miraculously, forward. I think every—I don't know. It's the relationships sometimes don't work out. But every family has pretty much liked each other. Interesting. There's never been a, like, oh, God, you know, we can't— You're out. Because that could be a deal-breaker for some people. Like, our families don't get sure. along. Yeah, of course. Now, it, it, I think— all of the things that mimic real life steps of mm-hmm. relationships are like a good yes. thing to add, essentially. Mm-hmm. It just seems like logistically. Which does happen, by the way, when it's one person and they pick somebody, the families do meet. And you usually see by after the final row, it's like, oh, we're so They've close. Met, yeah. Even I remember Crystal and Goose's moms, I think were like best friends. Right. Yeah. 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 So just a general question for you. Do you feel like this season is performing how are you expected? Or are you surprised by some of the feedback by people like me? I'm surprised by the feedback of the, I don't have, and it, it sort of got really loud and it's stopped now. Like, I think people like the, you're, you, you know, you sort of like all these girls now. I yes. think you have some mixed feelings of Victoria F, but. I hate Victoria F, but I, I think like that else. maybe there was sort of too much 
drama that could have been cut out. Sure. And then focused more on the people. I don't think there was there was somebody to really root for until you really we had that that week where we aired three hours on Monday, two oh hours on God. Wednesday, and it was a bloodletting. Like you started at sixteen and we're down to six. But yeah, that and it was it was kind of hard to keep track. That's when it changed. Now, why did that happen? Which part? Just like, why was there five hours in one week? Well, we had to schedule a two for one point. Because of this new show that's being squeezed in? Uh, I think that actually is part of it, yes. Got that's. It. I think you're right. The, the, what's it called? Like a love proposal? The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart. Right, The Bachelor mm-hmm. Presents Listen to Your Heart. Yes, Finding Love Through Song. So finding It's a really, honestly, I have to say it's a great show. <laughs> okay. I really love it. I can't wait. That sounds yeah, great. I hope so. <laughs> people great. need to watch please okay because yeah. Um, yeah I think the show is slated to wrap up on like March 9th and 10th yes that's correct so we had to do the two for and then the three hours there just was a lot of content and yeah, then now you look at it it's like well maybe it should have been a two hour and cut out some of the drama and focus I would have liked that stuff. episode better if it was a two hour yeah because of what was you don't the, know you learn these things right. after the fact a lot of times yeah but we you look at everything and you say okay this really worked this didn't work. This is this was good. This was bad. You know, like I. But speaking of three hours, I thought our premiere Fantastic. worked brilliantly, Great and premiere. I think that will definitely be looked at as because until we saw, we didn't look at. It, but I think we sort of thought, wow, I didn't realize it, but the premiere is really almost like a pregame show now. Yeah, because it's like a get to know you, and then a quick rose ceremony, and then you're out. It's kind of funny, and how it was the, interesting to get right into dates. Yes, yeah, fir- on the first night, the first night. Of like the openers and the limo entrances, mm-hmm. you don't really know who anyone is. Right. So it's sort of like it's a great way of putting it. It's like watching a pregame mm-hmm. routine, essentially. And it used to be not. I think again, the show used to follow a very different arc. Like that was a very big night, the first mm-hmm. night, and then it was sort of dipped, and then at hometowns, it picked back up again. Right. And now it feels like when there's some drama or when something happens, like Champagne Gate, everybody was sort of talking about that. Like, right. Um, and that was and the too, show grows steadily. Throughout when you do that, so like I said, I mean, there's there's definitely learning. So, but that was I there was so that, much drama and so many people in that that week with five hours, oh and then God, now so I think much. that that was the, the response seems week. much better. People now are super invested, and also everybody sort of wondering how this all ends. Right? How's it going to end? Does he end up with one of these four girls or well, three now that Kelsey's no, gone, or Julie? Or Who Julie, yeah. the producer. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty positive he does not end up with Julie, as I discussed on. Last week. I'm not even going to ask it. you got to tune in. Because I'm pretty sure that's not the case. I'm almost positive. But um, is the age thing, like, something you guys consider? Like, we want the women to be older going forward. How will that play out? Yeah, I think you look at, like I said, you you fine-tune everything and see. And if older women are not applying, then it's the, okay, how do we get them to apply? Right. Or how do we do, you know, more sort of call-outs? Or sure. is there a way to do it? That they don't feel like, oh, The Bachelor means I've got to be 23 years old and more interested in social media. Right. um, I mean, you saw, like everything, you know, sometimes you laugh because it's funny to laugh because it's true. I think there is a stigma if you saw the J.J. Watt SNL parody Mm -hmm. where somebody goes, oh, I'm 30. And he's like, oh, thank you for telling me. Guards, you know, please (laughs) escort her off the premises. So I think that that's something where maybe there are women who are like, oh, I'm 30 years old. I've aged out of the bachelor. Right. Which is not true at all. Right. Can we talk about how um, summer games will either compete with or complement Paradise this summer? Because I'm pretty excited. There's going to be both, right? 
There is going to be both. It will be its own thing. Okay. And it'll run, it'll be Bachelorette Summer Games. You know, that's a two-week thing. What's nice about Summer Games is that when we did Winter Games, Bachelor was still airing, so it was a lot to— Yes, it was a lot at once. This is just, this is Summer Games, and then Paradise will start. I can't wait. I think it's going to be really fun. Um, We found a really great place to hold it where you're going to just— Can you say where? Imagine a Bachelor— uh, I don't know if I can. Okay. I'm sorry. That's uh, okay. It's not Pepperdine, though. I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> but That's it a Malibu is, joke, people. Yes. <laughs> but, um, I mean, it's going to be so fun seeing these people in these great, you know, track and field and swimming and Sure, so they're really doing the events. events. Oh, yeah, this is a real Olympics. Can we get Madison? To me, this is the real Olympics. If Madison doesn't win, can we get her involved? Well, I don't know. I still think we need to look at the creative and it's like, do you, if somebody is with somebody or not, can they, does be, it, in it? Can they be in it? Right. Because there's certain people that you'd love to like see. I mean, Colton. I'd like to see Jordan. He's a good athlete. Colton, Jordan oh Rogers. Yeah, Jordan Rogers. And JoJo, I know, would love to do it too. Let's just, oh my God, that'd be great if there was a couple. On the challenge, when a, when a couple mm-hmm. comes, it's usually good for the drama because people target, it's happening on Survivor right mm-hmm. now. Well, yeah. Amber got out, but right. when there's a couple involved and it's competitive, people mm-hmm. go after the couple and it's good for drama. Yeah. And Jordan and JoJo are so such alphas that I feel like that would go great. You're so right, see? Yeah, exactly. I'm in, I'm really into that. That's no, a, I think it'd be, because to me, with Paradise coming in two weeks, you want to have these events feel like something rooted in not just in the, okay, it's all singles. Sure. And, uh, but that's important, too. So Maybe it should be all couples. We'll keep fine-tuning. Couples against singles? Oh, interesting. Didn't you- mm-hmm. That's like Temptation Island, but try to break up the couples. Did you ever watch that? Well, I remembered. I haven't watched the new one, but I've heard the new people one's say ridiculous. it's great. It yeah. is absolutely mm-hmm. ridiculous. Ridiculous. But um, I, I just think— Back to the Peter question. Mm-hmm. He he just turned out different than I was expecting. I don't know why, but for some reason, he just had different energy than I was expecting. I don't. I I'm not exactly sure what I was expecting, but I feel like he's. Well, just— I'm trying to think about Peter on Bachelorette and what we knew about him, and he was sort of the. He was a chill one. Sometimes, though, when you have these guys who are stealing all the thunder, especially somebody like a Luke P. Sure. The, right. You think of him. He's the the steady guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the passionate guy. He's the one you remember, you know, throwing around the pool table. and Of course, the the pool table. Who could forget it? mm -hmm. So you sort of think in your mind, oh, he's going to be like, whatever, an Ari. Or he's going to be a, you know, a guy who is a, like an Andy Baldwin. He's a guy who's a career guy. That Yeah, so, yeah, I think, and then you just don't know. And you see, this is fascinating. And nobody has also... Uh, who I don't know anyone who's equipped to this because nobody's dated 25 women oh at once goodness. before. It's, it seems impossible. And mm-hmm. there is a certain, though I bag on him so much, there is a certain fun to watching someone just bumble through it and you're just like, right. oh my God, mm-hmm. all your mistakes. But I hope he ends up happy. For his mom, at least, she seems like an emotional gal. <laughs> He's she, got a great family. She factors very much into, into these next few weeks. Oh my God. I, I'm, abs- I'm absolutely elated. The family's amazing, wait. yeah. I mean, honestly, it is... The whole thing. They're going They're going to Australia. First time Australia. for the show. That was a big, you know, we wanted to go for so long. And what I heard, and I don't know if this is true or not, but it makes sense. Like, Australia shelled out so much money for Oprah to take. Do you remember her no, last season? I don't. Her last season, she was the entire, she's like, we're all getting on a plane. We're going to Australia. John Travolta flew this jet, took them oh all to God. Australia. And, um. I, from what I heard, like, you know, it didn't pay the dividends that it, so they were gun shy about having another 
sh- you know, shelling out all this money for a show to come. Yeah. But The Bachelor is obviously a different animal. Yeah, totally. And the reality mm-hmm. TV is so popular there. Like, oh yeah. So they're probably like, well, you great. know, what's huge. The Bachelor. Yeah, I and know. the Bachelor is not a big international show for whatever reason. There's two right now. There's have two women, don't they? Mm-hmm. Or is that New Zealand? Is it the same for New Zealand and Australia? I don't think, think so. I, I don't know. It, That's a good question. I think it's separate, and it's one mm-hmm. of the women who was on, one of the women from Winter Games is one of the two yes, Bachelorettes, that's right. Lily. Mm-hmm. And apparently, people do love it down there. Love it. They love it. Down under, mm-hmm. the Bachelor's so popular. It's huge. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm excited. I've never been to Australia, so I'm looking forward to seeing it. It's it's gorgeous. I mean, it's very much Did like... Did you go to the finale? Bush, I, I didn't. I wasn't able to go. No, it's not even too far. I used to... I just... Now, I'm usually so busy. At the same time as the off. AMAs for you. It usually is. This one, I think I could have... Sw- I cannot remember for the life of me because I did look into it. It was very, though, you'll see, though, it's really, it's like bush country. This yeah. is like Crocodile Dundee, oh, great. Australia. It's not, you know, Sydney <laughs> Opera Sydney. House. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. Um, Rob, you're coming off a really big week because you also have the Oscars on Sunday. How- Oscars were, yeah, a week ago, yeah. It, fe- mm-hmm. it feels like, must feel like longer for you. <sighs> it does. Well, it feels longer to get there, but. Um, As a producer, you got to mm-hmm. be pretty happy when your first award goes to Brad Pitt. Well, that was by by design. Although usually, it's usually that award actress. is the one where it's you get a shocking upset. Right. is one of the supporting categories. Right, because I'll never forget being so excited for Sylvester Stallone to win an Oscar, and then it was Mark Rylance for Bridge of Spies. Oh yeah, it was excellent. But the the Creed year, still the Creed year, exactly. Gotcha. So, but you kind of knew Brad Pitt was going to get. I'm there. so happy he did. Mm-hmm. It was great, and also. What I thought Brad did really well was every speech he did was very different. Yes. And you want to see it? That was great. I mean, I will say— I'm dying to know who wrote the speeches. Dying. I think he said it. He's, he, I forget the name, but he, okay. there's, there's a rumor who it is, and I think he sort of said something to the—yeah, that's who it was. Okay, I'll have to Google about it. But then. it was good. I mean, I do remember feeling—I mean, on one hand, last year, I really wanted Glenn Close to win because I love her work and always wanted her to win, but— Olivia Coleman was so Love surprising and it was so great. Yeah. And I do remember Glenn was like, oh, we're going to hear the same speech from Glenn Close we've heard on every award show. But Brad, it's like his speeches he, were he all different. Yeah. It was, mm-hmm. it was great. Were you happy great. with the Oscars in general? I was happy. I was really happy. I mean, I thought, first of all, the Academy has done a great job of really, I think just by expanding the membership or whatever, like the fact that so happy Parasite to sweep, but great to win movie. four Oscars. The only one who's won four Oscars. In a night besides Bong was uh, Walt Disney. Oh my God! I mean, That's how cool. crazy is that? I I uh, love 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 Parasite. Fine. It's amazing, and for that movie to win, you know that was they, they took a long time to their credit. It wasn't like you know, uh, it's hard. It's like turning around the Titanic. Sure, like, it's a really it's a big huge organization, and they really wanted to make changes to you know really reflect what is the best in film. Sure. And you've got a parasite was certainly that, so that was awesome. Let's just talk about Eminem for a moment. Yes. Why? Why, Why not? Eminem? <laughs> I'd actually said forever. We did the 89th Oscars, and Justin Timberlake opened it with "Can't Stop the Feeling." Oh yeah, he was I love nominated that. for that. And it was such a great shot great of energy, stuff. and it was like, oh my yeah. god, you open the show like great that. Performer. That's incredible. And it, I was like, gosh, we should get Eminem to open the 90th because he never performed that song, and that's like a get out of your seat, like, this sure. is an anthem, it's great. And it just never worked out. And then the producers this year, one of them, Lynette Taylor, was really, she knew, she did A Star Is Born, she produced A Star Is oh, Born. Oh, cool. She knows a lot of music industry people, was tight with the Interscope people, and she got made it happen. And why, you know, it's like, why, not? why would you not do it? I, 
I loved it. I think people were confused. It was also a good moment because they were like, wait, what? And everyone was yeah. like tweeting about it. No, it was, it, it is. It brought people back in. After, it did, absolutely. And like the two hour mark. No, I will say looking at the minute by minutes, I mean, that was, there was a spike, spike. there. And yeah, because yeah, everyone starts tweeting like, wait, Eminem's reporting yeah, this yourself. absolutely. And it's a great song. Absolutely It's a great it. song. I mean, I will say, yes, should we have maybe said, set it up or like Lin-Manuel saying, now to perform, you know, the song you didn't, perform in 2003 it's Eminem doing Lose Yourself because you get you know that that feeling when you get a um, jelly belly and you don't know what the flavor is yes. and, you bite it, and it's not and what you're, you're like, thinking yes yeah, so you're like that's what, what this was this? like yeah. a, if you know you're hearing Lose Yourself yeah. you're getting yourself hyped up and you're ready this took them a good two minutes to be like wait what okay got it now alright now I'm hyped up I'm bopping in my seat right now yeah. thinking about mm-hmm. Lose Yourself me too getting I know we're both up. doing it I yeah. know it's just like such a great that's what you do song. so if you have a minute to get yourself ready you start getting ready and you're right, and it does start with that guitar. Like you just start getting yeah, into it. It's great. So, so it, t- great. it took him in. But to your point, it was also great seeing the little bit of the like, wait, what's this? Yeah, I really. It was a great moment. And, it's and one Dina of those Menzel moments. Had that good reaction. Yeah, I mean, I always judge an Oscar by when you're doing a reel of like Oscar moments from the past ninety four years. Are you gonna have moments here that are gonna be on it? This one is definitely gonna have those moments it's so funny oh my mm-hmm. god I really enjoyed it Rob it's always really fun when you come by the pod thank it's you fun. so much for doing it anytime next week we're going to Australia and I'll be back on Wednesday with Jacoby for Vanderpump and also we'll get some more Batch on the feed this week talk to you soon thank you <laughs> 